Hi, you're listening to Invest in You with Frederick Sandval and Shaulian Ivan, a platform to enrich entrepreneurs globally with the power of positivity and sharing. So, Jared, thanks for coming to the podcast. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for having me. So this is all around uh, tapping into your wealth of knowledge. You've been working with uh, Grant and his organization and customer for many, many years. Uh, actually, nine years, right? I have. And counting. It's been a long run, yeah. Right. So, Sean, would like to do the introduction to the podcast? Okay, so which episode are we on? Uh, we are up to 81. Okay. So, hi and welcome to episode 81 of Invest in You. And we would like to do an interview with Jared uh, Glant. So, <laughs> hello there. Hello, how are you? All right. I'm good. So cool. Uh, here we go. This has been a long time in the making. Uh, this is th- third strike, and now we got you finally. Uh, it's been crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad we finally made it work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good one. Right. So you have been working with Grand Cardone for a number of years, uh, and you are the, the president of a number of companies, VP yeah. Sales for like the whole group. Which company is the most exciting to work with at the moment, from your point of view? That's a great question. So I think that, uh, you know, the training business is the business that's been around the longest. Exactly. Yeah. And so that business is really stabilized. You know, when, when a company gets as big as that, the growth just, it gets smaller. It's you, when you're doing 40 million bucks a year, it's hard to double it uh, in a year. Um, so the, in terms of the growth rate, you know, Cardone Ventures is really exciting because it's growing a lot. Um, I have, I, I don't really have like an operational role there, but that's exciting to see. Uh, the advertising agency is growing really fast, and so I'm kind of active in that. Uh, but really, just kind of orchestrating and, and moving the chess pieces around on the board and making sure that these business units get integrated and yeah. they get staffed and they represent Grant and what we're about and who we are. Um, you know, that's really my main job these days. So it's um, it's exciting. The most exciting thing, I guess, is seeing the people come in. Yep. And seeing, you know, new people come into our organization and, you know, come up and say they've made more money than they've ever made in their life before. And, and you know, this is the first job they've had that's ever like this and how much they love awesome. working here. That's probably the most exciting thing right now. That's great. Great. Okay. Do you have any mindset uh, tips for top producers? Yeah. You know, um, you know, persistence and perseverance and being relentless like that, you know, I think, I think a lot of people leave loads of opportunity on the table because they simply don't I don't know if it's because they're lazy like they don't they don't do the work because they don't want to do the work I really think that the problem is is they don't know how much work is required to achieve the result and I think that like like you know I had a guy that messaged me on Instagram and he said um you know hey I was thinking about applying but you know I'm afraid that if you guys say no I don't want to be upset and I'm like dude you're you have the wrong thinking right now like you need to <laughs> 50 companies like us that you want to yeah. work for and and apply to all 50 of them and follow up with each one of those 50 like that's the only company you want to work for and and you need to multiply that's really what the purpose of the 10x rule is Love it. Is, <laughs> is you have to multiply the amount of effort and creativity and you know the 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 level of work that is going to be required to get what you want you know nothing's easy i I mean i've been in the position before i remember when i was in college and i wanted to go work for an ad agency 
I submitted a resume to a, one of the largest ad agencies in the world and I never followed up. I remember not following up and I'm like, man, I, sh I should be getting an email soon. Like I'm a really good guy. Like I think they'd be, it'd be, that, dude, you spent <laughs> a piece of paper. Like you're, you're yes. one of probably, you know, 10,000 and, and you don't follow up, you don't stand out, you don't, you're not doing something creative that, that makes you, that differentiates you from everybody else. And whether you have a company uh, or you're trying to sell yourself or whatever the case may be, these are all real things that you need to consider. You need to consider that the, the consumer has more going on than they've ever had. The competition for their, 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 um, their, the competition for their attention is greater than it's ever been. The competition for their money is greater than it's ever been. And so you really have to adopt this mindset where you, where you, you are so many places at the same time that you're omnipresent. You're everywhere at the same time. Everywhere you look, everywhere, every, everywhere you turn, they should see you. Completely. Awesome. So what has been your greatest learning from Young Hustlers? So, so again, for the people who don't know Young Hustlers, it's a, a podcast and also on YouTube. Yeah, so uh, we started Young Hustlers uh, probably six years ago, five years ago, six years ago, probably six years ago now. Uh, we do it weekly. And really the show is about millennials and helping millennials and young folks. Uh, I used to be a young folk when I, when I, when I launched the show. That was 10 years ago now. I st I'm still a young hustler. Yeah. Um, you know, the show's just about like how to get your money right. And I think one of the, the biggest lessons that should come out of that for people is you know, how early you need to start and how you need to think at a young age. Um, that it, it, it has all the impact in the world on how successful you are. And for me, I was, you know, I was messing around with, uh, you know, drugs and partying and yep. girls and all that stuff till I was 26 years old. So, I mean, it was just like uh, a wasted time. If I would have started at 18 rather than 26, you know, I might be retired by me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll, come, we'll come back to what you would have done earlier, earlier on in, in, a, in a moment. Yeah. yeah. So you've got a very nice background with the Cardone Empire and Love the it. big fat 10x. <laughs> what does that 10x mean to you? Uh, it means do whatever it takes. Do whatever, do whatever it, it takes. takes. Do whatever it takes in every area. You know, this is like, it's not just a work thing. It's a family thing. It's a, a, a relationship thing. It's a community thing. It's like how, how much impact can you make and how many different areas can you do it? That's 10 X is about having it all. It's about being, being it all. It's about being the best father and the best husband and the best boss and the best employee. It's about, it's about trying to achieve this level of greatness in every area. Yeah, so I, I, I com completely agree. I really like Charlie and, and my other son, Ivan, to have the same mindset as well. Like, wh why limit yourself uh, in, in thinking and, and in action, most importantly, mm -hmm. uh, to just push it? My interpretation of, of 10x that really helped me a lot is how can you do it to times 10 or, or greater? That means you have to really upgrade everything your mm -hmm. peer group, uh, how you do business, how you raise finance, the deal size. Uh, fish in, the, in an ocean not a lake or a pond yeah. uh, no it's, it's great yeah yeah but like many things linked to each other that you have to do to achieve that so how does 10x work in a, in a 30 year old life we'll see i haven't done so much of that i'm going to re i think it's really nice and i think it's a good rule to go by 
to just try to take everything you do to 10x. So I'm going to try to do that as much as I can. Well, it's good. I'll tell you, it's good that you're already thinking about it. You're already yeah. having these conversations and you're already doing this because you're, you're, you're already thinking in the right direction. So. Yeah, I agree. Talk talk about thinking in the right direction. So, surely very much part of uh, Gen uh, Z or Z, as we say in the UK. Uh, think about going into business. So, again, with what you know, what would you do if you were 13, 14, 15 years old right now and just like to do, again, the new version of Young Hustlers? How would you like to make money? Um. You know, the, 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 the pathway is a lot different now because when I was 14 or 15, number one, I didn't have any interest, you know, I knew I wanted to make money and be a businessman, but I was, you know, I still wanted to have fun and be a kid. Yeah. Uh, again, if looking back, if you get started that quick, you just reach the destination quicker and you have the opportunity to do more and do something bigger. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of ways to make money online today. I know a lot of kids that are, you know, sub 25 that yeah. are, you know, that are making six figures, whether it be marketing, Instagram stuff or uh, Shopify store, or, I'm sorry, Amazon stores or, or whatever, you know, I, I, there, there's just a lot of ways for people to make money, but, but it always goes back down to, for me, learning this art of selling. Thank and, you. I was about to chip you know, in there. Yeah. And picking up the phone and getting in front of people. Like if you can do that, you can literally do anything in life. Like it sounds cliche, uh, but cliches are cliches because they're true. Uh, you can do anything. Like selling can take you anywhere. And no matter if your idea, like you could have a bad idea and be a great salesperson and have a, a successful company. Yeah. You know, you can have a mediocre idea and uh, be a great salesperson and have a great company. Uh, if you have a great idea, but you're a terrible salesperson, your company will not <laughs> So sales is like the key. And, and really, a lot, you know, some people don't like the word sales, but just replace sales with, you know, get whatever you want. You know, do you want to learn how to get whatever you want in life? I think most people are going to say yes to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Let's, let's use that on you, Charlie. Good idea. <laughs> so our podcast name is called Invest in You. What does investing in yourself mean to you? Uh, in, invest in me means uh, educate. It means exercise. It means, you know, give some, give some fuel for the, the mind and the spirit. Um, it means continue to, to pour investment into the thing that no matter what, nobody can take from you, which is yourself. Uh, no matter how good or bad an economy is, you're still you. Um, you know, no matter if you're married or single or your parents are alive or dead, you're still you no matter what. And so as long as you continue to invest in that core thing that will be with you forever, uh, you're developing an asset that can't be destroyed. Perfect. Great, great response. Uh, I'm going to trick you a little bit here into checking out your storytelling okay. skills. Uh, I would love to hear a crazy sales story. It can be anything at all. Yeah, so uh, uh, the first one that comes to mind, we were working a big deal with a company and uh, they were about uh, an hour and 10 minute drive from our office and we had gotten a verbal commitment from the guy and then um, he kind of went dark on us. And so we called him and we said, hey, look, we're, we want to come see you today. Uh, are you in the office? And he said, yes. So we drove up to the office 
And when we got there, they said he, was, he left. And so I thought that he was playing games with us. So I went, you know, to the front desk. He, they were all in the executive offices, which was behind like a guarded uh, password door. <laughs> and um, I was like, man, how am I going to get back there? And I said, hey, you know, I just needed some more time to think about it before we walked out of the building. So I said, told, told the lady at the front desk, I said, hey, I need to go use the restroom. Can you tell me where the restroom is? And she goes, yeah, it's right back over there. And she point, pointed back to that guarded door and she said, I'll give you the code to get in. Oh, nice. And so I went back and I plugged in the code to get in and I walked in and I saw the bathroom and then I saw the stairs because I had pitched this guy in their corp in their conference room before. And so I just ran up the stairs uh, to go try to find him. Turns out he wasn't there. Uh, but I saw the, um, the president of the company and kind of just dropped in on his <laughs> office. And um, he was like, no, man, it's we're, we're good to go. We're going to move forward with it. You know, Randy, who was the guy that was working the deal, he'll, he'll call you up. It, it took us six months to get to this point in the deal, right? Um, and so we left. And by the time I was getting back into the office, because it was about an hour drive back, I got a phone call and it was this guy, uh, Randy, and he was pissed. I mean, he, you know, <laughs> cussing at me every, you know, words I ain't even ever heard before. <laughs> and, uh, and then Grant jumped on the phone and was like, you know, Calm down. You know, this, this, you're just upset because he's doing the thing that you wish your guys should, would be doing to get deals. Exactly. So he totally that. Then the guy was, you know, he was kind of a jerk. So it, it took us another another 30 days, 60 days to get the deal done. But he ended up doing the deal with us and he's still a customer today. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, in terms whatever it takes. Uh, yeah, whatever it takes. In terms of deal making, what has been your best deal? Uh, it doesn't matter privately or, or corporate today that really stands out for you man that you know they're they're all different you know like sometimes mm -hmm. hiring people is a good deal you know like you make a good hiring decision and somebody makes millions for the company you know that's just as valuable as um you know taking down a big deal but you know we've done deals with um, a company called ashley furniture that was a, a really big deal that we put together uh home advisor which is a big company here in the u.s um, I did a deal with Kawasaki Motor Corporation. That was a big deal. Uh, and then, you know, like Grant tried to get me to fire three or four of our sales guys numerous times and I refused to because I thought they'd make it. And, you know, they've all done probably $25 million in sales for us. So um, <laughs> that was great. Those, are, those are good deals too. Yeah, which leads perfectly into the next question. It's about sales leadership because you've very much been growing from sales, uh, having a great mentor, growing to a sales uh, manager, later sales director mm -hmm. and VP. What would be a good advice to a sales leader uh, of, of this day today? Uh, you know, make sure you have the respect of your team and the way you're going to have respect from the team is to show them that you're willing to do all of the things that you're telling them they need to do. Be there for them, have their back, jump on calls, uh, you know, fight for them in deals. You know, you just have to be willing to, 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 to give them confidence that you're willing to go into battle with them and lead the charge. Yeah, at least very much like my military days, lead, lead by example and, and from the front. Don't push yep. people just in front of you. You yep. take the risk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good one. Uh, yes, think about any other question might come up with, so I'll throw in another one while, while we're at it. In terms of education, because everyone comes from different uh, side of, of, of uh, education, uh, surely is uh, contemplating whether to carry on studying or not. Right now, obviously, we carry on for a few more years. How did you do with your studies? And uh, have you any uh, regrets, second thoughts, or anything at all for people who don't uh, know you at all? Yeah, I, I was... Um... 
I went to college. I dropped out twice because I got sales jobs, was making, you know, 170 grand a year at 20 years old as a salesperson. Uh, and then they redeployed the territory. And so I quit and then I went back to college. So I ping ponged. Um, you know, I didn't learn a whole lot about making money in college. Um, Sorry, you did or you didn't? I didn't. Yeah, I thought so, yeah. You know, they, they, they teach you, there, there's a disconnect between what they teach you and what you actually really do in the marketplace to make money. Um, like I learned more from Cardone U about making money than I learned in college in four years. I mean, you know, like I've done a few things, you know, like we have a program called 10X 360. It's an executive leadership program uh, through Cardone Ventures. And um, also uh, our, uh, obviously Cardone University, like some of the things just being around Grant, like I learned more about getting money from the marketplace than I do. Like I felt like co what college educates you to be is college educates you to be a mid-level manager yep. for a company, like a corporate company. I feel like that's what my, my business degree educated me to be. My business degree didn't educate me to be an entrepreneur. Um, and, and I think the best way you learn how to do that is to just by start starting companies as young as you possibly can at 13 or 14 or whatever, yes. um, because, because that will, you know, if you're 18 years old and you've got a business that you started, I had a, we had a, a boot camp here and there were two kids that were uh, 16 years old. They were twins and they have a landscape company that did $1.4 million last year. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good start. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you, you you think you think they're thinking about going to college? Yeah, I, I met no. up with a with a guy. He he just accidentally fell into the the scaffolding industry, uh, and mm -hmm. then he started to buy another van, another scaffolding, another one, another one. And all of a sudden, it was a thirty million plus company. And and again, he didn't consider go back to university either. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. Surely you have interviewed lots of people, uh, pros and cons. What have you picked up so far in terms of university? And, and we've well, got, uh, mom is super pushing for university. Yeah, and so I've, my I've heard mixed, mixed <laughs> feelings. I've heard both uh, that you can learn some good stuff there from mom, for example. And I've also heard that uh, some people that go to very like Harvard University or something like that, that many of them are as successful as some other people that do, doesn't have that kind of education. So I've heard both good and bad from uh, university. Yeah, I, got, I, I think got... that there are some people that need it and some people that don't. And I think yes. the people that, that bypass it are the really hungry ones that don't have the patience to go through more school. They don't do well in school. And they're just like, and it's not because they're not intelligent. It's just because they are, they have a superpower in one area yes. and, and, and schools focus 2% uh, of their time on that one thing and 98% of their time on things that have no interest to the, to the student. And the student will always fail when there is subject being taught that they have no interest in. Because you can't have, you can't build that passion behind it. You don't have that hunger. The first two years that I was in college, I got uh, C's and B's, like very marginal grades, like just probably above passing. Uh, until I got to my second two years, my upper division courses, which were all specialized around my um, my major, which was right. business and business management and marketing, and I got straight A's. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for me, it was just getting something that I was interested in. So I think that, that college is a way to give people a reason to have more time 
to try yeah. to figure out what they want. And a lot of people, truthfully, if I went back to college now, I would have a different experience than if I, than, than I did when I went, because I look at things differently now. I have different experience, you know, and, so I was just about to jump into another aspect of your life, which is uh, thinking about the future, talking about investments. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got investments very close by in the business, pretty much. So tell us a little bit about uh, how do you think about investing for the future? Uh, well, for me, it's just about uh, cash flow. Like it, yeah. I, I want to build residual passive income that continues to show up regardless of where I'm at or what I do, because I think that's ultimately... You know, I mean, what's the dream life? Uh, to be able to go where you want, do what you want, with who you want, how you want, and not have to work. Exactly. Unless yeah. you want to. I mean, yeah. that's the big thing. When you, when, you know, working because you want to and working because you need to are two very different things. Um, and so I think that for me, that past passive income represents the opportunity to, to do, to work because I want to, not because yeah. I have to. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, and, and Cardone Capitals, you know, it's, it's a great asset. It's a great way for me to do that. And I trust Grant. I've got over $2 million invested with him. Um, and, you know, but it's, it's my, my family nest egg. And yeah, exactly. he's, he's, made, he's making me rich and he's going to make a lot of people that work here rich and, and a lot of people who follow him who invest rich as well. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, I am very familiar with, with the model and everything else. Uh, so we talk about uh, Cardone Capital in in background there. Uh, so that, that's really good. I also have heard some of your stories as well on on uh, your podcast with the Young Hustlers, mm -hmm. how, how each of these have been working, how it's been rolling mm -hmm. it over into the next one. Yeah, very great to, yeah. to hear that as well. I tried to get Charlie into property. He's, he's got part in a 10-bed, 10-unit uh, one in, in the middle of England. So yeah, instead right. of... Instead of uh, Pocket money, he can get pocket money with that one is full and operational plus some capital gains. Awesome. Love that. <laughs> <Passive> income. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, so yeah, the many strategies in in property, but that, that's that's great to hear. Uh, so fast forward a few years, uh, what are you doing? Similar things? Growing with growing uh, the team, I presume? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't see myself going anywhere. I, I love what I do, I love where we're going and you know, I, you know, Grant's, Grant's, he can be a really hard guy to work for, but he can also be a really fun guy to work for. So, you know, as long as the, the fun times and, and all that uh, continue and we're all still having fun and the company's still growing and we're still all serving the same purpose and mission, we're all going to be together. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're all committed to that. So, sounds like a, a great plan there. We would love to carry on forever with this interview. I'd like to give you the chance to uh, share a couple of either resources where people can get in contact with yourself. Yeah, you can follow me on any of the social platforms. Uh, just my first name, last name, J-A-R-R-O-D-G-L-A-N-D-T. I'm sure you'll have it posted somewhere. Yep. Um, but people can also see us at the 10X Growth Conference. It's coming up. Uh, it's our annual event. We're doing it in February uh, in, my, in uh, Las Vegas, actually. Uh, it's going to be incredible. We just we just announced Magic Johnson's going to be a speaker. Scooter Braun, who uh, discovered Justin Bieber, and he managed he managed uh, Kanye West, and and he so he's a huge talent music producer. Yeah. Uh, we have Brad Parscale, who's the uh, he was the digital director for the Trump campaign. So he basically ran all of the media for the Trump campaign. Yeah, this, yeah. Well, I've seen him. Yeah. The budget's nine hundred million for the election so uh it, that will have some interesting insights marie forleo um and some monster monster names that we're getting ready to announce in the next three weeks so 
That's, that's perfect. 10xgrowthcon.com. 10xgrowthcon.com. 10x. That's great. Which is your favorite book from uh, from Grant? 10x. 10x. Keep it simple, right? Good one, uh, Charlie. I can't read. You wrote a secret note here. I can't read it. No, no, it was nothing. All right. Uh, so you are a famous or infamous podcaster. What's your favorite part of your own outro, if you have one? Uh, my own, my favorite episode yeah. of Young Hustlers. When you're about to leave, you when you're about to leave the, the lovely audience hanging there. What do you do? What do you? I, I don't understand. No, no. So if if you got like an an outro to your podcast, that's that's what I mean. Do you have a standard way to do it, or just everyone? An everyone outro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just say uh, we say um, the only people that condemn the hustle are the ones who've already given up on the hustle themselves. Exactly. Perfect. So, guys, you've been listening to the podcast Invest in You, episode number eighty-one. Feel free to uh, follow. Um, uh, Jared, obviously, and uh, you know what to do. You need to subscribe or get any kind of alerts so you don't miss future episodes as well. Uh, any last thoughts to a quiet global audience, Jared? Yeah, I'm just, you know, money's important. You, you know, having it, uh, it, it provides confidence and security and freedom for you and your family. And the only way you're going to get more money is to learn how to get more money. And people need to get on programs like Cardone University. They need to be investing in themselves and learning more through podcasts like this. You, you need to become committed 100% to figuring out how you can increase your income and increase your, your finances. Sounds, sounds really a great one. Just to, to tag on to that again, just do what uh, Jared said and you also become investable. So it means that people also dare to put more and more money with yourself. So, all right. Thank you for dialing in all the way from the US. I'll look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Look forward to seeing bye. you guys Thank you. in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. All right, bye-bye for now. All right, take care.